Let's begin with a drum set. Listen for an explosive live sound. The snare should be crisp and the cymbals should ring. Good morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Stay warm is one of the messages today is you, well, if you're out of your house, you felt it. If you're one of those people who 
yeah, no, you're sleeping in until 10 o'clock a.m. You're not feeling it yet. But this will still be your message when you do wake up. You're already feeling the chill that's out there in the air. Uh, fall is definitely here. Uh, it was a sunny day yesterday. Uh, that was a good one. Sunny with a, a nice breeze. Uh, so much stuff going on. Um, I need to... I need to I'm mowing my lawn today, for sure. I don't know what the you know what it was up with the bad boy at the lawnmower yesterday. Uh, you know he was just acting crazy. Didn't want to. He didn't want to. He didn't want to work for a brother. Yeah, no. Just like come on, man. You know you're doing the priming and everything like that. Uh, so if you haven't got your lawn done yet, don't be that neighbor. Uh, get your lawn done. But it's freezing cold outside. But here and in our hearts. It is quite warm. Monica, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Okay, all right. Excited for the week. I am too. I am uh I am excited. I am. I'm excited for the week. You know, here's the thing. <sighs> you know, I don't think I don't think people understand sometimes. I really don't. When you're excited so like what we talk about it. Maybe different than other people, but like we excite. It's Monday. Thinking about Thursday. Best laid plans, right? I mean, we we plan. We we doing stuff. So being excited for us is the future. What's to come? That's what it is. And as I was telling Monica before the microphone came on, it'll keep you up at night. It will. But the future is bright, not only for ourselves, but for you as well. So I hope that you stay focused, stay dedicated, stay positive, and continue to take care of yourself and each other. A lot of news today and a lot of news about Wi-Fi, a lot of news about money. Millions of dollars is in the news. Million, which I want to start off with. Do you guys want to start off with Pet Parade or do you want to start off with, do you want to start off with $1.5 million? For Wi-Fi, what you want? Let me know in the chat. The time is now 8:03 a.m. Do you want pet parade or do you want 1.5 million dollars for installation of Wi-Fi at Ridgebridge Park? Good, uh, good morning, Aisha Saxon, Jennifer Ryan Mayton. Good morning. So good to see y'all. Oh, y'all everywhere. What is that? Oh, Saul Olivas. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. Good morning to you as well, our dear friend Saul Olivas. What do you guys want? Tell me. Let me know in the chat. Anybody? 1.5 million or pet parade? You want pooches? You want puppies? You want geckos and gerbils? You want hamsters, goldfish, and chinchillas? Or do you want $1.5 million? BTP is here. Brent Jimenez, better known as BTP. BTP is an acronym. It stands for Brent the Producer. Um, since I'm looking at it, I think we'll go into the pet parade. $1.5 million. Um, $1.5 There it is. Aurora City Council approves $1.5 million for the installation of Wi-Fi at River Edge Park. Now, this is an important story because I'm going to give you more Wi-Fi elsewhere in the city real soon. Check this out. The Aurora City Council just approved two different contracts to get Wi-Fi at River Edge Park installed and ready at the September 27th Council meeting. Alderman approved about a $1.1 million contract with National Technologies and TI LLC. To install fiber optic wiring throughout the park and on the pedestrian bridge. Think about it. You can be on the whizzle fizzle on the bridge. Hey, get the selfies. Oh, upload it with high speed. You know, it's not buffering on your Snapchat when I look at it. The fiber optic wire would connect all the access points as well as about 55 security cameras placed throughout the park, the bridge, and places on the west side across from the park. What places? Information technology officials for the city have said they not only looked at the installation from an IT perspective of connectivity, but also from what would be needed from a security standpoint. I like that. I like that. It's not just it's not just filters on Snapchat. It's how can we make sure that we're being secure and safe. So, in addition to the connectivity contract, also Ronaldo also ah. Sip it up, sip it up. BTP, you're probably drinking a Monster or a Red Bull right now. Sip it up. Saul Olivas, I think you drink coffee, don't you? Sip it up. Okay, let's try that again. I fell all over that. 
So, in addition to the connectivity contract, Alderman also approved a $494,227 contract with Scientel Solutions, LLC, to provide the hardware, different kinds of cameras and other things needed at the access points. The fiber wire will be installed this year. Officials have said the driving force for the timing in this Chris is the Chris Kendall Market, which German American Events LLC is bringing to River Edge Park this year. The Chris Kendall Market is the most authentic traditional holiday market of its kind outside of Europe. Can you scratch that DJ? Hold on. Because I keep telling you, you big time. I keep telling you that, don't I? Don't I always tell you you're great? Don't I always tell you that you can do great things? City of Aurora? Let's read that again. The Chris Kendall Market is the most authentic traditional holiday market of its kind outside of Europe, offering shopping, family-friendly events, and intercultural activities according to German-American events right here in the second largest city. How about that? It is scheduled to run November 18th through December 24th. The contract with Scientel for the equipment will roll out more deliberately. Officials have, officials have said the city plans to have all the equipment installed on the east side of the river this year, but will wait until 2023 for the west side. The time is 8.07 a.m. What do you guys think about that? The Crystal Market, <clears throat> is that outside? Yes, it's supposed to be outside, yep. Okay. yep. Um, and it'll be outside. Picture a bunch of like outside lit up vendor boots mm -hmm. so you outside with it mm -hmm. snow all that but you got your little hot chocolate with the marshmallows in it so you know Is the marshmallows the, over here where they have the farmer's market uh all of river edge and i think oh, encompassing edge. some of yeah no because the farmer's market's over here. yeah yeah mm -hmm. um it's gonna be river edge park mm -hmm. and i think maybe some of it will be across the street at the train station Okay. Parking lot. I'm not sure how big it'll how big it'll be, uh, but that's where it's going to be at. Mm -hmm. Yep. Chris Kendall Market. Uh, Brent is drinking a Venom energy drink. Look at him. Wired. Venom. <clears throat> Nora Peterson is here. Good morning, Nora Peterson. Joyce Canny is here. Good morning to you, Joyce. And Nora Peterson says, "Good Gams Gathering." Yes. Good morning, Aurora. We'll be at Chris Kendall Market. You can believe that. Get ready to see us out there. Sprigge de Deutsch. Yeah, we speak German too. Did you know that? Some of y'all didn't know that. Okay, uh, $1.5 million for the installation of Wi-Fi at River Edge Park. That is the first piece of news. Um, the second piece of news coming up, this is going to be some interesting stuff. Paramount Theater is proud to open up. The second city holiday review, I saw mommy kissing the second city. This will be November 25th through December 23rd. Paramount Theater is hosting this in downtown Aurora. Second City is returning for this great holiday season. Uh, now, that's a play on the popular Christmas song. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. And for a lot of kids, it's when you realize like, oh, Santa's just my dad. Ah, <laughs> salty. <laughs> it's nowhere near as cool now. I thought homeboy really flew from Antarctica. Come to find out, he mows the grass too. Have a holly jolly holiday season with Chicago's famed improv and sketch comedy theater. The annual end of year tradition continues. Second City is coming to the newly renovated Copley Theater where you will never be more than 70 feet away from the side-splitting, song-filled holiday spectacular. Whether you are on the nice list or the naughty list, this show will have you laughing so hard you'll start, you'll shoot eggnog out of your nose. Hmm. Skip the long lines and shipping delays and give the gift of laughter to everyone you meet this holiday season. Suggested for ages 18 and up include strong language, adult content. Children under 12 are not allowed. You can get your tickets now as a subscriber. So if you subscribe, hit the link, which we will make a post on later on today. Tickets are also on sale to the general public as well. All right. Monica, what's your favorite Christmas movie? That's also a question for you, Polar great Express. listeners. Polar Express. Okay. For you Christmas lovers out there, what is your favorite Christmas movie? You can put that in the chat. 
Um, and yes, Die Hard counts as a Christmas movie. Um, I'm kind of torn between my favorite Christmas movie. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my favorite Christmas movie is, but I can tell you my favorite holiday movie, if it counts. Can holiday movies count? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Favorite holiday movie? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> the greatest. The greatest holiday movie ever. Um, I love that movie. Seriously. Uh, shout out John Candy. Rest in peace. All right. Now I think it's time um, for the pet parade. I think they deserve pets. Mm-hmm. Do they deserve pets? They deserve pets. Okay. Since you have a pet, you weighed in quite well with that. Good job. All right. Uh, Halloween pet parade is coming up Saturday, October 29th. Um, Alive Aurora is expected to uh, excited to announce the second annual Halloween pet parade and support a free teen drop in hours. Come in for a positively good time. Your family and your pet are invited to participate in the second annual pet parade and festival. It's $25 per family. Free picture with your pup with a festive background, free hot dogs, pet treats, temporary tattoos, Hot Wheels, art activities, therapy dog, Marley and Cat Milo, pumpkin decorated contest, photo booth, costume contest, face painting, and more. I know you think thinking like, damn, more than that, Curtis? Word up. Prizes for the funniest, scariest, and most like your pet costumes. Arrive at 11 a.m. Parade and festivities are from 11.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Located at 78 South LaSalle Street. Get to know our friends of the Alive Teen Center. Addie Rubio. Casey Chipwood. Gabriel Bradford. Yeah, you know what it is. Oof. Sponsorship options are available as well. You can be a trick-or-treat vendor table for $100. Or you can be a pet parade premier sponsor as well. All the way up. Um, it's lit, as the young kids say. All funds raised support the free teen drop-in hours for local teens in grades 5 through 12 at Alive Aurora. I love it. Now, Monica, you went you went to the last one. I went last year. How was it? It was really fun. Okay. I, wait, the parade itself? I don't think it was part of the parade itself. Right, because you were out getting news, so you didn't yeah, go on the parade. Exactly. And it wasn't like, and it also, and not to diminish it, oh, it, was, right. it was more of a yeah. procession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, because it came. It started on LaSalle and it came down Downer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So it wasn't but the streets block. I was block, part of it. Okay. I remember walking and taking pictures. Yeah. So, yeah. That that was it. We did walk. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. It, it was, was cool. fun yeah. because yeah. people would like because they were trick or treating like mm-hmm. in downtown Aurora. Right. So there was like a lot of people. Yep. Like in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. And so when we were walking, like you know, people would just like look at our pets. Yeah. So it was like, pretty cool. Oh, is, oh my goodness. Is that yeah, an alligator with a bow? Stuff, yeah. Oh, cool. It was pretty cool. Um, all right. Come out there with your pets. Uh, you know, bring bring Fluffy. Bring Fido. Bring them out there. Dress them up, too. Mm-hmm. Win some of the contests if you can. Monica went last year. She took, excuse me, she took some great pictures of folks and their pets, mm-hmm. people, you know, part of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to see that kind of thing. So once again, if you got nice, cute pictures when you go out there, send them to goodmorningauroraIL at gmail.com or buenosdiasauroraIL at gmail.com, and we will gladly share pictures of you and Fido. Okay. Um, you know what, Monica? Can we? Can you take me personal commercial? Can we do that? Can you take me to a personal commercial. Thank you. Woo, Lord. Listen, I'm going to. I'm going to tell you a little bit of something here, and then we're going to get back to the next piece of news, which will actually be about the Chris Kendall market. Um, But Jennifer Ryan Maton says the classic, old classic White Christmas. That's her favorite uh, Christmas movie. For those of you just joining the show, you're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And the question of the day is, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Put that in the chat for us. We would love to hear it, see it, and shout it out. Okay. Uh, get ready. Paramount Kinky Boots earns the most Jeff Award nominations of any Chicago production. We detailed this to you on Friday in our interview with The Hangovers. And they had a great couple of shows here in Chicago. Shout out straight from Decatur, Illinois. But they was out here rocking it. Liars Club in Chicago and House of Music in Orland Park. Stand up. Um, check this out. 
The 2022 Equity Jeff Awards. The Jeff Awards is Chicago's version of the Tony Awards for the best in Chicago theater. Kinky Boots drew the largest number of nominations for a single production, eight out of a total of 13 nominations across five different Paramount productions. That is a credible achievement. Mm -hmm. Following the list of Paramount's 13 nominations with the link to the digital press kit for each production, where you can find production photos, links to video clips, and full show information. That's like Curtis news that I just happened to read because I didn't highlight my speaking parts on this. See, scratch that up. See, that's how real, right? That's how real the show is. It's not scripted. We'll, we'll, we'll go through it together. Uh, Paramount Artistic Director Jim Cordy has been tapped to direct the 54th Anniversary Jeff Awards ceremony where the awards will be handed out on Monday, October 17th at Drury Lane Theater in Oak Brook. Kinky Boots got eight nominations. Groundhog Day the Musical got two nominations. Performer in a principal role and projection design. Very cool. Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella got one nomination for costume design. Rock of Ages got a nomination for lighting design, large for Greg Hoffman. And Sweat, part of Paramount's new Bold series, got one nomination for fight choreography for David Woolley. Good job, David. I'd love to see it. So shout out to the Jeff Awards and shout out to everyone at Paramount Theater. We appreciate all the hard work you do making our city look good. The time is 8.17 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Monday, October 3rd. Monica, at this time, could you do that thing? Because we have that thing. Today at 11 a.m. is going to be the German flag raising ceremony. This will be taking place at 1 Aurora Plaza, 8 East Galena Boulevard, which is right across the street from Paramount and right in the courtyard of the Copley Theater. Uh, so come on out there and see the German flag being raised, celebrating German heritage uh, as we get into Chris Kindle Market. Chris Kindle Market is exclusively a German delight, and we appreciate it being here in our community. Also coming up, Today at 6 p.m. at the Yola Road branch of the Aurora Public Library is the Home Buyer Education Seminar. Our friends of the Neighbor Project working with Aurora Public Library are going to be having this great presentation in English and in Spanish. Once again, it's going to be at the Yola branch of the Aurora Public Library, 7 p.m. It'll also be on Zoom. You can attend in person or you can watch it on Zoom at the comfort, excuse me, in the comfort of your own home. The choice is yours. You can go your own way, go your own way. You can. Y'all know that song, right? Oh no, okay. We watch this show because you don't sing, Curtis. Ah, I love y'all too. All right, the um, the the question of the day is: you can bring us back. Thank you very much. I just needed to do that. Uh, the question of the day is: what is your favorite Christmas movie? Give us your favorite Christmas movie. I'll tell you a Christmas movie that I really like. One that I love, um, it is uh, it's a one uh, not into wonderful life. You'll shoot your eye out. Christmas story. Mm. Have you seen that? I think I might have. Where he stuck his tongue to the pole, Ralphie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's my favorite Christmas movie. It took place in Indiana too, not too far where I was born and raised. So you know, it's it, it really hits home. It's a great movie. Um, the interesting thing about that movie too that I really like is. Besides just the Christmas aspect of it and the holiday aspect of it, like there's like a good coming of age story in it too, because you know um, he's watching his dad, his mom interact and everything. He's growing up, he's going to school, kind of getting bullied and all that. So it's a it's an interesting story. It's a really good story. But I've never seen Polar Express. Really? Yeah. What's it about? Uh, it's a really good movie. Okay. Yeah, you should go check out the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer? Is it recent? No, it's a pretty old movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think I like it just because, like, during, like, grade school, mm -hmm. like, we would always watch it, and it was, like, our favorite time of the year because I mean, we were watching a movie, and, like, it was, like, just the, tra the, the sound of the train. Mm -hmm. like, as a little kid, I think it excited me. Okay. So I, I really like it, though. 
Okay, Polar Express. I've never seen it. Yeah. I'll have to uh I have to check it out sometime. Uh the question is your favorite Christmas movie. Jan Warman is here. Good morning. Karina Suarez Darden, good morning. And Tracy Duran, good morning to you guys as well. Aha, here it is. All right. Um, real quick before we get into the next piece of news that also involves public finances here in the city of Aurora, uh, the downtown Aurora businesses vendor opportunity is open uh, for Chris Kendall Market specifically. Join the magic of the Chris Kendall Market Aurora by becoming a vendor at this fun and festive outdoor cultural event while showcasing your products to an estimated attendance of 300,000 people. The benefits of being a vendor, well, you can promote your products, create brand, excuse me, generate brand awareness, increase your exposure to the Chris Kendall Market's loyal visitors of all ages. Um, and there's great online exposure opportunities as well, a social media audience of over 185,000, over 4 million web page views annually, and more than 170 notable media mentions also coverage by national and international influencers how about that for more information you can email uh vendors at chriskindlemarket.com um, there's also pricing information that is available as well this information can also be found uh, on the web page of our friends of aurora downtown monica if you'd be so kind as to put that email address in the chat i appreciate that my dear sister okay the time is 8 22 a.m so uh, Latinx Heritage Month is still going on. Uh, Noche de Encanto, come experience the magic of Disney's Encanto. Uh, this free movie screening will take you on a journey to Colombia where you'll learn about La Familia Madrigal's extraordinary gifts. Uh, this is gonna be tomorrow at the Aurora, excuse me, Thursday, I'm sorry, at the Aurora Downtown Campus, room 160 AC, five to 8 p.m. And uh, this Friday, Fiesta y Kermes, Kermes. Kermes? Kermes. See? Right? Aurora. That'll be Friday from 5 to 9 p.m. downtown Aurora campus. The Kermes aims to celebrate Latinx Heritage Month with a program full of food vendors, community-based organizations, performers, live music, and the engagement of our students and everyone else within Wabanzi Community College. This event is open to the public. Uh, our Friends in the Neighbor Project will be there so, for all of you people who are looking for something cool to do on a Friday night, you just found it. Look no further, fella, you found him. And uh, come on out there and take part in that. Um, Monica, can mm -hmm. you take us to a commercial? Give us some local joints, please. All right, good morning, everyone. Here are your local headlines. Real news, real people, real stories, 100% Aurora. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. Friday, October 7th, the 6th Annual Cups Bra Drive is happening at the Aurora Regional Fire Museum from 5 to 8 p.m. There will be food, a silent auction, a photo booth, and so much more. For more information, you can contact Cynthia at 630-636-1335 and to purchase tickets, Scan the QR code on the flyer or visit the link that I'll be sharing in our chat. Mm -hmm. Saturday, October 8th, join the Neighbor Project and the Aurora FEC for a free buyer and seller seminar with some great guest speakers. This will take place from 9 a.m. to noon and will be at 1288 Rickert Drive, Suite 300 in Naperville. Mortgages, down payment, and understanding the housing market are just some of the topics that will be covered. This is a great way to learn, and we have a dedicated network. Dedicated. Dedicated. <laughs> we got a dedicated network. It's <laughs> <laughs> all dedicated to what? A dedicated. I'm sorry, y'all. It, it's coming out. I can't fix it. <laughs> a dedicated network of real estate professionals who can help. See the flyer for more details and save the dates. Right. Word up. No, that's all good. We know you country. We know you from <laughs> North Carolina. We know that. Okay. So, uh, thank you very much for that, Monica. I really appreciate that great local news. The time is 8.25 a.m. You are listening to, watching, experiencing, chilling with Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first Daily news podcast. Here's the next one we gotta talk about. All right, we're gonna do that too. We can do both. 
Aurora Police Department's looking to use federal grant money to set up an online reporting portal. Uh, this information is, I, I really wanted to uh, chop this up with you guys too. So, the, the you notice that we started off with, huh? A camera or no? Oh yeah, you can bring them on. Yeah, you can bring them on. We started off with um, $1.5 million for River Edge Park, right? A lot of technology news. A lot of technology and public finance news. Um, this article is really good for two reasons. One, it promotes safety. It also highlights a, a great um, assistance program that uh, our great state congressman, um, Bill Foster, acquired for us. Um, but it highlights public safety and it highlights what I think is a great use of federal grant money, too. So we shall continue. Oh, uh, good morning. Maria Chirito, what's happening? Perry Slade, good morning. Um, so Aurora has been awarded federal grant money to develop an online portal where police can report incidents to the Aurora Police Department. Well, excuse me, where people can report incidents to the Aurora Police Department. United States Rep Bill Foster from Naperville announced this week that the Edward Byrne Memorial Justice Assistance Program awarded Aurora and Elgin a total of $67,621. Now, remember the name Edward Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E. Remember that name. The federal program awards money each year for a range of program areas, including law enforcement, crime prevention and education, technology improvement, mental health programs, and more. Now, scratch that real quick, DJ. Most of the time, this is the part of the story where you hear people say, oh, well, you know, uh, they're not supporting law enforcement. They're not back in the blue. Well, let's read that again. The federal program awards money each year for a range of program areas, including law enforcement, crime prevention and education, technology improvement, mental health programs, and more. So, obviously, the story could not be that there's no funding for law enforcement, but I digress. At its September 27th meeting, the City Council held a public hearing on the grant and then voted for a memorandum of understanding between Aurora Elgin, Kane County, on how to split the money between the police departments and the sheriff's office. Because there's a sheriff of Kane County. The three agencies have been participating in the Edward Byrne Grant Program named in memory of a young police officer who was killed in the line of duty since 2009. Now, Edward Byrne wasn't killed in the line of duty in 2009. The grant is available to public safety jurisdictions that qualify in Kane County. Both the Aurora and Elgin Police Departments meet the qualification. The Kane County Sheriff's Office by itself does not meet the qualification because it does not have the qualifying amount of violent crime. Please scratch that one more time. Read it again. The Kane County Sheriff's Office by itself does not meet the qualification because it does not have the qualifying amount of violent crime. Right there, in black and white. But both Aurora and Elgin agree each year to cede 30% of their allocations to Kane County. Now, what does it mean, basically, to get the money, we have to show that we have a lot of crime with which we have to solve. Since Kane County doesn't qualify because it doesn't have the enough violent crime, Aurora and Elgin break them off a little bit, little, 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 sprinkle them, right? Uh, okay, you know, we'll, yeah, hook you up. You ain't got nothing to eat over there? Oh, you know what, here, take half of that. Because there's not enough violent crime. So when you see people typing in all caps in the chat at the city council, oh, what about the, what about the blah, blah, blah? It does not meet the qualifications, not enough violent crime. With the Aurora and Elgin split and them sending some money to Kane County, the breakdown is as follows. Aurora, $32,801. Elgin, $14,533. And Kane County, $20,000. Two hundred and eighty-six dollars. 
We're also live on Instagram. If you're just joining us now, you're listening to and watching Good Morning Roar, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. How y'all doing out there? Let me turn around for you a little bit. Artist saying here, Sodality, what's really good? Old Money 87, what's really good? Perry Slade, one of the best photographers in Aurora. Dare I say America. Dare I say America. His black and white photography is second to none. Perry Slade Images. That's the whole name. You can find his work at the David L. Pierce Center, downtown Aurora. Okay. Aurora police have proposed using their grant funds to develop an online citizen reporting portal, which would allow citizens to file non-emergency, non-violent matters to the police. According to the memo, citizens currently can only report incidents to the police in person by either coming to the police station or waiting for an officer to be dispatched to their location for a face-to-face interaction. Monica, what do you think about that? Mm, it should be more for other people to, I don't know. You have no idea? It, it would, no. Were you ready for that question? No, I wasn't. Scratch it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should people be able to, I don't know, tell, or Online call, reporting. call someone else mm-hmm. at any time? I personally, I think that more ways to report crime are good, but I don't see the method with which I don't, I, you know, I don't see the, I don't see what's going to be done about it, you know. Because right um, now I can only report it to police officers. You go, you either go to the station and say, "Hey, this is going on," or "Can you come out to my house?" And then they come out there. Mm. So they want an online reporting portal. Okay. I don't see what good that's going to do, you know, not to be a negative Nancy, but it's like, but how's the, okay, so now I, right, what next? True, because it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Like calling or just doing it online. Yeah. You just wouldn't be speaking to a person. Right. So I, you know, I, I just don't see how that's going to solve anything. Um, according to Lieutenant Bill Rowley, he said, Having a computer-based or mobile-based platform for this reporting is a way for us to continue to demonstrate care and service to our community. In addition, police officials believe having an online reporting portal for non-emergency, non-violent matters will free up police officers to address other issues. Hmm. In the past, Aurora has used the money to buy squad cars, global positioning systems and surveillance cameras, Segways for patrol use along the River Walk and at River Edge Park, bicycles for patrol, off-road cargo vehicles, and night vision equipment. The city also put some of the Justice Assistance Grant money towards purchasing body cameras. The time is 8.33 a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. What do you, people of Aurora, think about that? Online reporting for the police. No more calling for an officer. No more, oh, I want to report. None of that. Just type it in, and there it goes. What do you guys think? Does it make you feel safer? Let us know in the chat. What good? I, you were going to say something. <laughs> My Does bad. Does it make you feel safer? No, because. My bad. I didn't cut I mean, off. people who, I mean, we're talking about with the Wi-Fi. We're putting Wi-Fi for a reason because people may not have Wi-Fi access. Some people don't even know how to use a computer or navigate their phone. So how are they even going to find the link to report a small nonviolent crime? I here's my thing because you know I'll share a little I'll share a little I'll share an anecdotal story right now. Like once and I hate even having to do it. Like once I did have to call the non-emergency police number because of a persistent nuisance, right? The disrespect that I got on the phone, like just further reinforced that I knew that the last thing I needed to do was call the police, right? It just made me feel like, you know what? I knew I should have, why did I even do this? Why do you waste my time with this? So now the idea that even that is being replaced with an online, right? Makes me feel like, okay, 
Now it's definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I just right. I mean, that's just me. Well, like, yeah, like, how do we actually know that they're getting read or even seen? It's uh, right. I mean, it just like personally, it sounds like a better idea to have a police officer come out mm -hmm. just in case, right? I mean, but let us know what you think in the chat. The time is eight thirty-five. 8.36 a.m. Monica, if you'd be so kind, um, take us to a commercial, and could you detail these joints? All right. Um, if you do Rose, not teaching, we out. Golden Apple Scholars is the answer. Benefits up to $23,000 in total financial assistance for college, inclusive of paid scholar institutes, extensive classroom teaching experience, academic and social-emotional support, Eligibility, students attending Illinois schools who are high school seniors, university freshmen, sophomores, and community college students. Illinois residents, U.S. citizens, eligible non-citizens, or Illinois Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, DACA recipients. Standardized test scores are optional and not required for acceptance this year. Uh, timeline, September 1st is the application opens, December 1st is priority application deadline, which I definitely recommend everyone to apply when that priority application deadline is. Um, January through April is the interview selected applicants, April 1st is final application deadline, spring 2023 is when recipients are announced, summer 2023 is induction ceremony in Scholar Institute. And if you have any questions, you can contact Norma De La Rosa, who is the manager of recruitment at De La Rosa at goldenapple.org, or call 773-502-0692. And this is a great, great opportunity. I had a friend who was a Golden Apple recipient in high school, mm -hmm. and she went to Georgetown University. Mm -hmm. So definitely a great opportunity. Uh, there is also a taller gratuito, construyendo ahorro y requiso. Cómo ahorrar, crecer y proteger tu dinero y a tu familia. Cómo crear un propuesto y un mapa financiero. Cómo crear fondos para la educación y emergencia. This will be taking place October 1st, which has passed. So if you guys attended. My bad, it was in Spanish. I couldn't understand y'all. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, all right, another great, great event coming up at the Wabanzi Community College, uh, Tuesday, October 18th from 6 to 8 p.m. There will be a Latine in STEM, the Latinx Resource Center in collaboration with the Chicago Council on Science and Technology is excited to offer this free discussion on Latine and STEM. How do Latine people negotiate their various identities while navigating the STEM world? Hmm. What methods can we employ to imagine a different STEM landscape? One that is free from the barriers that Latin, Latine people face in STEM. How can we foster transformative critical thinkers within the Latinx community to best equip them with the challenges they face should they choose to pursue STEM? And this will be taking place October 18th from 6 to 8 p.m. in the Aurora Downtown Campus, room 250. Rats. And we'll be sharing this flyer with you all in our chat so you can RSVP with the QR code. And the guest speaker is Doctora Maldonado. That's right. That's a fact. That's a serious fact. Thank you very much for that, Monica. Latine. Latine, which is another term to use for Latinx, Hispanic, just a more inclusive term hmm. for our community. Hmm. Since you guys know Latin Latinx, it's harder for let's say like my parents or our grandparents to read it if they see it on paper. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you really pronounce the X? Because right. I don't even know how to pronounce the X in Spanish. But it doesn't read correctly. Okay. But Latine, I mean, we have the E, which is a, you know, a letter that mm -hmm. translates in Spanish. So I think it's, you know, innovative. <laughs> <laughs> the 
The word of the day is innovative. Can you put that in the chat for the people? Latin. I like it. I like it. See, that's the beauty of it, right? We all learn together as a community. We all learn together. Okay. Um, so shout out to Wabonzi Community College. They're doing great things here in the community. Um, I've got more news for you, but I want to talk about Starbucks. You know, Starbucks Lake Street. Did y'all know that? Did you guys know that? We got a Starbucks on Lake Street, y'all. Now, I'm going to read this article to you. Sydney Morales, good morning. Oh, that reminds me. BTP. BTP asked a, a good question. He said, what was the new short number for non-emergencies? I think it was specifically for mental health stuff. 988 is the number for that. Renee Cruz, good morning to you, dear sir. Oh, and before I get into the article, good morning and happy Monday. Tracy Duran says, I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. A big thank you to everyone who came along to the Community Hero Day on Saturday. We had about a thousand people stop by and over 300 new visitors inside the museum. It was a blast. Glad to hear that, Tracy Duran. The time is 841. Saw a lot of good things out there on everybody's Instagram, and I was looking at videos and all that kind of stuff. It looked like a great, wonderful day for community and family. Love to see it. Okay. There might be no better way. Um, you can bring us back, too. Um, there might be no better way to celebrate National Coffee Day than with the opening of a new coffee house. That was the attitude of Aurora officials last week as they cut the ribbon on a new Starbucks and Lake Street just south of Indian Trail. Alderman Mike Seville, whose ward now includes the new coffee shop, pointed out that there are between 23... Scratch that. You know what? Oh. You know what? Listen. We're gonna do we're gonna do this right now. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do it together as a family. Cause I just saw something. I'm gonna teach you something all here about I'm gonna teach you something about media right now. All right. Let's 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 learn. We're gonna get through this. Starbucks opens on Lake Street, breathing life to the site of a former fast food restaurant that was languishing. That is the headline with a picture of Starbucks, okay? Um, it says, that was the attitude of Aurora officials that they cut the ribbon on a new Starbucks restaurant, okay? Now we know the consternation that was existing before the Starbucks came. Remember that? We were talking about it. People didn't wanna see the national big chain of Starbucks here in the second largest city. Why? Because the thought and perception was that it would take away from the homegrown uh, companies and coffee shops that we have, the small joints, Java Plus, Treadwell, TW. TW is Treadwell, right? Now listen, listen to how they wrote this. Listen to this, this is so important. This is where you will fall if you don't be sharp. Alderman Mikesville, whose ward includes the new coffee shop. The new coffee shop? It's Starbucks. But you see how they did that? The new coffee shop. The new coffee shop. you like, ooh. Mm -hmm. A new coffee shop. For a Starbucks. The word of the day is innovative. The second word of the day could be, could be, Deceptive. Now, I'm not going to level that at the feet of the author of this great article. I'm not going to say that. But you have to be careful on the words you use and how you describe something. New coffee shop. It's a Starbucks. It is the Jeff Bezos and Amazon of coffee. New coffee shop. Watch out. I'm telling you. See? Protect your mind. Watch it. When you read the printed word, that's the power of it. I'm telling you. You'll hear that. New coffee shop. Oh, wow. Let me go and check it out. Let me go check. Yeah. I was going to go. I was going to go to Java Plus. But I was going to. Right? Okay. Yeah. I was going to go support Treadwell. Chad. Where they do Michael Rawls music. Um, 
the young man was just there Saturday, Nicole Ashford's son, um, whatever, the, I, I can't remember his name, Roy, um, Perry Slade, artwork on the wall. No. New coffee shop. Watch it. Um, point out between there, between 23,000 and 26,000 cars that traveled the Route 31 corridor every day near the Starbucks location. The Starbucks replaces a former fast food restaurant that was closed and deteriorating for eight years before Starbucks showed interest in the property. What a great new facility. When we heard Starbucks was interested, we said, where do we sign? The project actually began in 2020, excuse me, during the start of the coronavirus pandemic shutdowns and was to be a 5,900 square foot building that would have included about a 2,400 square foot Starbucks. But officials from the Glazier Corporation said they were unable to find other tenants for the building, so they went ahead with a 2,225 square foot standalone Starbucks instead. There's a drive-through and one access point on the south side of the lot, matching up with Indian Trail Road across the street, 35 parking spaces. One of the big prizes for the city is the new landscaping on Lake Street. City officials long pursued bigger setbacks for buildings along Lake Street, including moving the sidewalk, which is directly next to the busy highway, and setting it back more for pedestrian safety. That is key on a safety aspect because, honestly, right there, Lake and Indian Trail, that is a busy intersection. And people are speeding down there all the time. All the time. Watch out. In fact, it's a great place for the police to catch unsafe drivers as they leave different places, you know, so take it easy over there. Watch out. People come around that bend. That is a, that's a heavily trafficked intersection. Um, Trevor Dick, Deputy Economic Development Director for the city, said new sidewalks and setback that have accompanied redevelopment along Lake Street are steadily improving the look of this corridor. I agree. It is starting to look a lot better over there because of the, the development and improvements uh, that the city of Aurora is making. Mayor Urban welcomed the Starbucks by presenting management with a plaque celebrating the opening and said the redevelopment of the property shows, quote, something is happening here for real. Control 9, if you'd be so kind. How do I know? It was the 65th ribbon cutting the city has held this year for new businesses and facilities. A job well done. But just pay attention, right? New coffee shop. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Because that's how y'all, ooh, ooh, you got to be careful. You got to be careful with the printed word. All right, the time is 8.48. Monica, please take me to one more personal. personal. Yeah, I need a personal joint. I do. Okay. Um, Cindy Morales, good morning. Good morning. Aurora Coffee Shop, Enduro, Java Plus, and Treadwell, the top three, the trifecta of coffee. Shout out to Dapper Brews, though. Juan. Got to mention Juan. You know, we go back like spinal cords and car seats. He's my man. You know, that's Dapper Brews. He's in there too. Got a cold brew. Um, and the green one, matcha. Matt Hansen is here. Matt Hansen is a dear friend. See, see you know what? It'll make you emotional. Right? Because it's real. Matt Hansen. Uh, Brandy, right? All our brothers from the BNSF. Come on now. Micah Gary, come on. You know, we are a blue collar show. We're happy to represent all our blue collar workers and our unions too. Good morning to you, Matt Hansen. Anyway, where the hell was I going with this? Oh, I had some news. That's right. Oh, but Matt Hansen said, 98 is a new national suicide crisis number. Anyone needing assistance in their most difficult moments, call, text, or chat by, and then the message cut off. I guess I got to read the full version, uh, but call that. Okay. I have some breaking. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, here it is. A Royal Gold Gala. Our friends of My Daughter's Dress quarterly invite you. This fundraising event is designed for individuals of all ages 
Join for a royal experience complete with dinner, dancing, entertainment, raffles, royal photo opportunities, a horse and carriage ride. Oh. Dress to impress. This will be November 12th at 5 p.m. Whitetail Ridge Golf Club, 7671 Clubhouse Drive in Yorkville. Shouts all the way out to our friends of my daughter's dress. Um, okay. The next alderman chat for the third ward. It's going to be October 24th. Please join Third Ward Alderman Ted Messiakos at Our Lady of Good Counsel, St. Francis Center, 620 South 5th Street here in Aurora. Um, the next one after that is going to be November 28th. This will be from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Use the entrance along the corner of 7th Avenue and Talma Street facing 7th Avenue and come on out. This is open to Ward 3 residents only. Come on out there, learn, see what's happening. Talk to your older person, and uh, it'll be a, a great time. You can learn a lot by doing that. Okay, uh, I got something else to tell you about. This I saw. This was sent to us, and you know, it's a it's a testament. You know, here's the thing: we do this, and it's just so overwhelming. But we we have, and we strive to. We strive to change the narrative. We got, we have goals, right? We have things that we do when we wake up in the morning. We're, we're on a mission. We're trying to do things a certain way. One of the things we're trying to do, man, is we're trying to, we're trying to make people look at themselves better. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make people feel special. We want people, even if they lose, to be like, you know what? It's all right. I got this. That's what we want. In trying to do that, it's also come to the point where, like, our interactions with government, law enforcement, and all the other sectors of people who make a city run have become intertwined and strengthened. It used to be, I remember when I was... Well, it just, I guess I just have to say it. I remember when I was starting off doing this. Wow, that sounds really cool right now. Uh, that was awesome. Listen, I remember like when I first started sending emails, right? To law enforcement. Trying to get them on the show. Oh, can we have a sit? Uh, right? They wanted all the questions. You can't talk about it. Uh, right? They wanted to make sure that. And you have to understand that they want to make sure that the message is concise, clear, and does not misrepresent whoever, police department, whatever the case may be. And that's fine. Now, though, right now it's to the point where we share and we amplify and we magnify what is being done to help people who are like law enforcement now, they don't really don't really ask that of us. You know? They know what we're about. They know what we stand for. The morals of this show are baked into the cake. It's the eggs and the butter of the whole thing. With that being said, I'm happy that now we get news out of nowhere from police. They send us all kinds of good stuff. Sometimes it may even be a text. Hey, great show today. I appreciate that. I do. We appreciate it so much that, besides this news I'm going to tell you about here, we appreciate it so much that we want to continue to be the kind of show that everybody can constructively participate in. That's what we want. So, that was a long preamble. Give him another one. Preamble. Give him another one. Yeah. Give him that one too. Sprinkle him. Go ahead, girl. Woo! You're getting two words of the day today. You're invited to the National Faith and Blue Weekend. Join your local law enforcement and members of your community for a weekend of resolution and reconciliation. 
excuse me, National Faith and Blue Weekend is a collaborative effort to build bridges and break biases. This is going to be taking place this Saturday coming up, October 28th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it'll be at 1200 East Indian Trail, which is the Aurora Police Department. Now, here's the thing about this. This is hosted by many organizations, not just the APD. Aurora Police Chaplains, the Citizen Police Academy Alumni of Aurora, Josie Mendoza Geller. Shout out. Peter Aguilera, amongst others. And Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Now, you know something about Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement? I interviewed Chief Bill, former Police Chief Bill Powell right when the show started, when there was no video. He was the head of Noble. I remember something he told me. When the camera, when we finished the interview, he said, and this made me happy, he said, you know, I've never told my story before. He's like, yo, keep it up. That really felt good. Anyway, Faith and Blue Weekend is coming up. Now, there's the link to this in our news. If you could put the link in the chat for people, that'd be great. Uh, check that out. Come on out there for that. That's going to be Saturday at the Aurora Police Department, 1200 East Indian Trail. Melissa Cervantes, good morning to you. Karina Suarez Darden, good morning to you as well. Okay, the time is 8.56 a.m. Damn. Where does the time go? You can bring us back. Where does the time go? All right. So, uh, did we cover everything? We covered everything. Okay. Okay. Heck of a week for Buenos Dias Aurora last week. How about that? It was. It was. Yeah. It was really big. It was. I was so tired on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> like after work, I was just like, I'm gonna knock out. Beat. Yeah. yeah. But it was a really great week. It was. It was. Mm, mm, mm. So if you guys haven't, you know tuned in or watched our interviews from last week yep. go check them out yes go check them out uh thank you for supporting continue to support buenos dias aurora um you know mark is doing a fantastic job with that um i tell you the interesting thing about it is uh you know we got more news a lot of good things going on so many great opportunities a lot of positive things taking place so we are just happy to bring it to you in English and Spanish. So um, if there's anything that you guys would like to see on either Good Morning Aurora, Buenos Dias Aurora, you guys know us. Send us an email, goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com, and we will do uh, what we can to talk about it, bring it up, highlight it, or bring you in and ask you all about it. We'll put you in the hot seat. How about that? Hey, Curtis, you guys should talk about, yeah, sit right here. Tell me Tell right now. It. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about it. <laughs> Speak on it. Um, anyway, Harry B's dog parlor gets a shout out. Congratulations to Harry B's dog parlor and all the good stuff that's going on. Uh, Soto family, Cotton Seed Creative Exchange just had a really good event. Black Fire and Art Month, great discussion that we had. Um, so many good things have taken place. Tomorrow's another day for Buenos Dias Aurora. Good morning, Aurora will return on Wednesday. Um, and when we return on Wednesday, we're gonna showcase something really cool with you guys. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a great story, um, something that you guys will really enjoy hearing. It's a story about Aurora, so tune in to that um, and get ready. Get ready for everything that's coming up. All right, that is all for the day. Monica's always doing a fantastic job at YouTube, Curtis. Thank you very much, Tracy Duran. We appreciate that. Take care of yourself and each other.